Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with economist David Fiorenza. We touch on everything from the Jersey Shore to Elon Musk. Give a listen. Let's start with jobless claims. Last week, it looks like about 203,000 initial claims for unemployment benefits. I think a little higher than people thought. But once again, you know, we're still in a really good place with the labor market. We absolutely are, Matt. I'm glad we start off with this again. And and I have to laugh. I'm not laughing at the people unemployed. I have to laugh at the headlines. The headlines made it seem like there was such this big, huge uptick. So when I look at the uptick, it was a thousand jobs. <laughs> and, and the headlines make it look like we're in a depression. And it's not. If we're still hovering around 200,000, 205, I'm happy with that. And anyway, our four-week average is going down. Those who are on all the state unemployment rolls is going down. And that's a good thing. It's a tight labor market. Yes, uh, there are people out of work still, but I still think that this is pretty good coming out of this pandemic little by little. Along with the labor market, I think one of the other headlines obviously is inflation these days. And I don't know, as a layman reading some articles and browsing through, I it seems like we're getting more indications that we kind of peaked with inflation. Still not good, but maybe we've plateaued. We have plateaued. And I know people don't want to hear this, but if I extract food and energy, which are the two major sources of inflation, or inflation is down to 6% instead of 8.3 or 8.5, does that make it better for the common person going shopping today? No, but it tells us that our economy is built on food and energy and and trucking, you know, diesel, gas, all those kinds of things. I think we've peaked. All the core prices are up Little by little, it's slowing down. So the rise is not as high as we thought it would be. I think we've hit the 40-year high. You mentioned energy and gas prices remain stubbornly high. Uh, this morning, I think in South Jersey, I just paid four forty-seven a gallon. Do you see any relief on that front? It it doesn't seem to be getting any better anywhere. No, it's it's, and I think it's peaked also. Maybe some states are, are higher. Of course, they are because their taxes could be higher. Uh, Pennsylvania has one of the highest taxes, just like California. But I think with people are are now looking to work more from home. Uh, people are commuting more. I noticed a lot of the uh, PennDOT lots that are along major highways, such as 202, and along the other major highways. I'm seeing more and more people drop their cars off and their car pulling more during this time, which is something that the Transportation Management Authority always wanted us to do for the last 30 years anyway, not just in Pennsylvania, but other states. I Still, I'm going to go on the record as saying I still think the oil companies <laughs> manipulate a lot of this because, look, we've been in, a, in the war with Ukraine or Ukraine and Russia for the last eight weeks. Excuse me. And, you know, that cannot be used as an excuse anymore. What are you seeing on the housing front these days? Well, I, I traveled around uh, the four county area this week a little bit, and I'm still seeing pretty brisk business. Uh, people are building in-law suites. Uh, people are, are building pools, uh, you know, and those who got a little bit of a tax refund 
um, they're they're putting on new decks or putting uh, you know doing some remodeling. Uh, so I'm seeing a little bit of a brisk business. I talked to a few contractors; they're very busy, and that's a good thing. So I think we're going to be good for the next gross domestic product for a second quarter, 2022. Let's talk a little bit about the Federal Reserve. Uh, Jerome Powell gets confirmed to a second four-year term. I don't think anybody was surprised uh, that he was confirmed. I think if there was any uh, thing people were interested in, it was whether he would get the, you know, get the nomination in the first place from President Biden. And we also had three other governors uh, approved by the Senate, and it looks like there's one more that they are looking to get on that would give uh, President Biden five of the seven nominees. Uh, let's talk about Jerome Powell. I mean, we've talked about him a lot over the last couple of years. Perfect? No, but I think given a lot of unprecedented situations, he's done a pretty good job. I agree, Matt. You've hit the nail on the head again because of the fact that hardly anybody at the Federal Reserve has ever had to deal with a, a pandemic. Sure, they've dealt with recessions before. Uh, they've dealt with things such as 9-11, trying to keep the economy going. But I think Jerome Powell or any Fed president is just as powerful as any president of our United States because they're controlling a couple things. They're trying to control inflation, unemployment, interest rates, keeping the economy going. And, you know, the demographics of this of this country are are diverse from New York to L.A., you know, and everything in between. He's doing a pretty good job. I, I like him. Uh, people don't like his mannerism sometimes and his and his just calmness that he has, but he's doing the right thing under the conditions. Look, you're going to have inflation. You and I talked about that because of the fact that we had all the stimulus packages that were out there. Well, of course, as I said to you off the air, I think I'll, I'll take this inflation, even though it's hurting our pocketbooks, compared to 40% of the population being unemployed. And one of the interesting things about these recent uh, Senate confirmations, they include Lisa Cook, an economics professor at Michigan State, first black woman to be confirmed to the Fed board. Also a, a black economics professor from Davidson College, Philip Jefferson. Uh, this is a good thing to have this type of diversity. And it's still amazing to me that in 2022, we're still talking about the first black woman uh you know, getting to a, a level like this. It's amazing it hasn't happened before, but uh, this is a good thing. It is a good thing. And I was actually surprised and a little embarrassed that I didn't know that it happened earlier, that it happened what in the year 2000, let's say, or even 2010. And now we're in, in 2022. And there are a lot of good professors out there from various universities that can step up and that can uh, have a good positive impact when it comes to the economy. What are you hearing about the Jersey Shore as we move? Uh, we're only a couple weeks removed from Memorial Day, which obviously is kind of the the flag in the sand, if you will, for the Jersey Shore officially starting its summer. Well, what I'm hearing is the fact that even though gas prices are high, uh, some uh People are claiming that this is going to be a bust. I don't see it that way. I see it the other way around. I see those who were thinking of taking trips to the Carolinas, uh, to the Virginia beaches, Washington, D.C., or even going up north to, let's say, um, the Boston area are going to take shorter trips to the New Jersey Shore, make their dollars stretch a little bit 
longer and last a lot longer. And a lot of the short communities are still doing lots of things. You know, Ocean City this week with the block party, the Wildwoods having tons of concerts with the Beach Boys and all kinds of groups all summer. So it's not like the um, the short properties. Cape May is planning lots of things. Atlantic City, the concert scene is buzzing this summer with all kinds of groups and all the casinos. So I see it as it's going to be good. Even if gas prices are $5, they're still going to spend time at the shore. I know rentals are are, are up than they were from two or three years ago because of the pandemic. People want to vacation. They're willing to pay the extra, let's say, fifty to a thousand dollars, depending on where, where they're staying, because they feel as though they they earned it and they're owed that after being through this pandemic, Matt. We've been talking, or maybe not we, but it's been one of the top headlines: Elon Musk's uh, proposal to buy Twitter. Uh, I feel like we've been hit over the head with this story for the last several weeks. Um, now it sounds like, uh, at least kind of temporarily, uh, this might be a little bit on hold as Elon Musk says there's concern. He wants to look into something as far as what percentage of Twitter users are spam fake accounts. Do you think this ever gets done? It's the more this kind of drags on, and I know this stuff isn't easy. It's not just walking into a office signing a document and it's over but it, it almost i there are times i almost feel like the the whole idea of this is just to keep everybody's name in the news and not actually do anything well that could be a very good theory and i'm not going to discount the theory that you just presented to to myself and our listeners it could be happening the more i'm reading about it and the more you take a look at it i'm not saying he's playing with twitter but you know uh, you look at it and say well why didn't he start his own platform? <laughs> he could have started his own platform. The, the man has so much money, he could have started it and just called Musk or something like that, or Elon, and he could have started his own social media like some others have done. Uh, but he's going this route and going uh, with the fact that, well, I'm going to buy this company and stirring it all up. We're hearing reports of a few hundred people at the top level who are resigning. And then what if he doesn't buy the company and they've already resigned? <laughs> Do they get called back? So I wonder what his underlying thought is with this. <laughs> and especially Tesla's struggling. Like the, the stock has really struggled and you can almost draw a little bit of a line from when all this Twitter talk started. That, that's right. And I did look at I did look at, at, at Tesla's stock today. I did look at their earnings and all that. Now look, Tesla is is going to be for a unique amount of people. <laughs> people who have money that want to spend money on a car of that nature. And it's, and it's not going to be someone that is our, is your regular person who is out there working every day. It's going to be people who have a higher income level. So right there with his, with his automobile, he's probably cut out 80 to 90% of the population compared to a Ford Chrysler, uh, GM, Volkswagen, uh, Toyota, and all those kinds of companies that have lots of affordability. And finally, it has been a rough uh, time for people in cryptocurrencies. I know we don't talk a lot about that, but we're seeing just some values fall off a cliff. Uh, as much as you pay attention to it, uh, how concerned should people be that? Because I think more people are in this market than we think. You're absolutely right, Matt. I'm glad you brought this up today. Please, everybody, be cautious. Whatever investments you make, read learn about it. Just don't jump on something because it's the flavor of the week. <laughs> we saw that in the music industry. People would jump on something because the group was so hot. And then a couple of years later, they, there was not that sustainability. You could actually relate that 
to companies out there that are investments. Look at companies who've been long-term in our area. Vanguard, for instance, one company. Fidelity out of Boston. You know, all these mutual fund companies. Take a look. Read. Read up on everything. I'm, I have not gone into the Bitcoin myself, but I do see it being accepted more and more on the internet when you buy things. I've even seen it in some of the convenience stores next to an ATM machine. It'll say, buy your, your Bitcoin here. So it's coming, but let's be cautious with whatever you do with your funds. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.